everyone, this is Austin Schur here with We Write About Music, and today I'm speaking with Brandon J, who is much better known as Inski. He has just shared his debut EP titled Belated, and I am super excited to talk to him all about it. Brandon, I want to thank you so, so much for making this happen and coming on. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you for asking, Austin. Uh, it's been a really exciting period getting this EP out. This is my first ever EP with this project. Yeah. First solo work, so it's just been a, a smooth train so far which is great and i'm just really happy to finally have all this music out there it's been a long time coming yeah man well you can definitely feel the love come through in the music it's super hard hitting stuff uh, before we get to the music typically i like to start off hearing about what it's all about and we'll get to that but i also want to know what your performer name is all about what does it mean yeah to absolutely yeah please it's not your average name that's for sure it's not um, but it's memorable i will say it that. is and in uh, the world of music things need to be memorable absolutely 100 yeah. percent. Yeah. so the name started actually i grew up uh, in the chicago suburbs and i grew up with a polish irish family and you had a lot of people with those last names like krajinski yeah i had a feeling <laughs> right right and so my parents uh used to when i was little called me brandinsky ah uh. and then it developed into just inski and when i was trying to think of what to call this project i thought of it as a little bigger than myself and so i wanted to create a moniker that wasn't just you know just my name i didn't want it just to be called brandon j's music i wanted to have its own identity in that sense. And so I decided to call it Inski. And then I was looking at the name and something just was missing a little bit. So we did those little two dots on top of the eye and it just looked <laughs> right. And I, I was drawing up a logo and I was like, and, and it, it felt perfect, you know? And that's awesome. Uh, yeah, it's it's been easy to work with and, you know, describe it to people and it's just fit the tone of the album and the project really well. That's really cool, man. I always love to hear because normally it's like, yeah, it's Brandon J's music and blah, mm -hmm. blah, blah. But like, it's a little bit of you in there as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, can, you can hide behind the name and let the music speak for itself, which I Yeah, enjoy. absolutely. And you know, this project, I've been culminating this music for a long time, but not right. just within a solo project. So looking back to my family history and thinking back to memories is a lot of this introspective, reflective nature to the music that right. I really try to portray through the name and through the songs themselves. Totally. Well, the EP is six total songs for those that have not listened. The first song is this really cool instrumental that kind of like, I mean, it perfectly sets the tone for what you're going to express, expect and it just, it sounds great. And then the following five songs are really just like some great atmospheric sounding singer songwritery just like beautifulness if that's even a word yeah, but obviously there's a lot of uh there's a lot of depth to what you're talking about and so i'd love to hear sort of the overarching message of what not necessarily what each song means to you but just like the message of the ep as a whole definitely so the title the title belated uh was the reason i brought that up is because i've been meaning to release a solo work for so long and things get in the way work gets in the way relationships life the pandemic all these things keep rolling and kind of kept pushing this on the back burner so to speak and so i felt that this was a belated celebration of my own music in that sense and the entire ep really the overarching theme of it was being reflective looking into the past finding that you learn life lessons and experiences so much more often than not later than you expected yeah. and that's really what a lot of the themes touch on and 
a lot of it's about relationships. There's a lot of aesthetic about traveling, seeing the world, seeing new things, experiencing new experiences, both internal, external, you know, carnal experiences and, and romance and things of that nature and intimacy. And a lot of what I think we've all experienced, especially over the past year is just, you know, anxiety and escapism <laughs> yes. because we've all just had to really reformat how we live our lives. Right. And so, you know, that's something that is really true to my heart. And it's something I wanted to express in all of those songs, um, you know, be it instrumental or with lyrics. Right. I mean, if anything, it's extremely relatable for exactly and everyone feel... who's had a heartbeat this past year. Yeah, they can exactly. get it. <laughs> so. Exactly. And I think that's the best thing that a songwriter can do, because, you know, at yeah. this project's heart and core, it's songwriting. Exactly. It's crafting stories. It's crafting experiences. It's something that someone can relate to or picture something in their mind of a memory that they can relate to that I'm sharing with them. I agree. And that's what I like to do with these, you know, these kind of projects is really just create a whole map of an aesthetic in that sense. Right. And it, it, I think it's turned out well. I think so as well. <laughs> uh, like I mentioned, though, it sounds great. It's not just you and a guitar. There's so many different fun mm -hmm. effects and layers and complexities. Was it just you that worked on the production side of this? Or did you have any outside help putting the EP together? I did have some outside help. So a good friend of mine who I used to perform with when I was playing in bands, uh, I used to play in a lot of bluegrass music and folk music cool. and the jam band scene um, in Denver. And my good friend of mine, Alex Newton, started going into the realm of production. And we've always collaborated a lot, been really close friends, but I'd never really tapped him as that role of producer. So this was his, he took this on and I thank him so much. We just did yeah. all this in his home studio, um, just in a bedroom studio. And as far as the writing was concerned, I did write out all the parts. Okay. And I had some really rough demos that were mostly a couple guitars and a piano and my vocals. And then when I sat down with Alex, we really started to flesh out those synth textures the kind of broken down beat production that exists yeah. throughout some of the songs like might as well go or flesh and bone and it really started to just grow into this more atmospheric sound and we started to kind of try to pull in this dreamlike quality to things where people can have this sort of floating feeling that you're escaping in this it comes album. across very clearly and it's great right. because like listening to it like i said you you just as easily could have just put together like you and a guitar and been like yeah like it's a songwriter's record like listen to my words but the fact that it's not that and and i will also just make the recommendation right now for anyone that is going to listen to listen with a nice pair of headphones like don't <laughs> yeah. listen on your laptop speakers don't like have your phone next to mm -hmm. you like really like spend the time or the money and absolutely Listen my biggest recommendation <laughs> is <laughs> take a pair of headphones and take a walk somewhere right. at dusk yes because it has this feeling of the changing of <laughs> day into night exactly this solo walk through a park or through the city seeing the neon lights yeah. and there's that that's very much so a big part of the aesthetic well, so i would it'll, agree it'll hit that much harder exactly. it's some good headphones people it's worth it i promise i agree so obviously I want to keep the focus on this record, mm -hmm. but I also want to sort of look towards the future. Absolutely. I know that you spent so much time working on this, but do you have any idea how you might want to follow it up, even in terms of experimentation and your sound, yeah. future message or just anything? Definitely. So, you know, as I had said, this first 
EP was done in a home studio, a bit more of a stripped down fashion and textural fashion. You know, sure. there was only really the live instrumentation was my guitar and my voice. Everything else was done through MIDI and synths and piano and, you know, doing really digital production in that sense. Mm -hmm. So what I'd really like to do for the next set of songs that I record is get something that has a little bit more of a warm live feel to it. Okay. You know, get um, some string sections, horn sections, um, a drum kit, and really build it out with a bit more energy that's in that. You know, this is a little bit more of a calm, introspective feel. And I kind of mm -hmm. want to bring up just a slight notch for what I do with some of the next songs, because some of the songs I've written out just have a more of a punching energy to them. Sure. And I feel like that just works better in a more studio setting a more that warmth that I'm looking for. So that's what I hope for, for the future. I think, you know, I would guess I have something else to release next year. Um, or say TBD. Yeah, no, but, seriously, uh, no know, rush, no rush. Yeah. Bask in the success of this and bask yeah. in the, you know, like I, I did it, I finished it. So absolutely. I, I'm definitely riding on that, uh, that high of right now of just, wow, yeah. this is out there. It's I did it. Exactly. And it feels good. It feels really good. Did you have any, I mean, obviously every musician has inspirations and in who they listen to in their everyday life, but mm -hmm. were you trying to channel someone or something in specific when making this, or at least when trying to like craft the sound of it? Yeah, I would say so. So, you know, obviously everyone's influences in music as the years go on, grow and grow and grow and they vary. But with this project, as I was so focused on the, the folk songwriter element mm -hmm. of it, I did take a couple artists that were really big inspirations. So I'd say one of the biggest ones that have always been a big inspiration to me is Iron and Wine. Uh, Samuel Beam's work is just, you know, the warmth yes. of that, yeah. and the soft nature of it, really good melodies and stories. And it's just always been something that's spoken to me. And then someone that I more recently started, you know, and over the past few years that really seeped into a lot of the design of these songs was Father John Misty as well. One of my favorite artists of all time. He's great. He's absolutely the best. Great. So that was, I would say those were two of the big ones. And then a little bit of the milk carton kids as well. Oh, okay. Um, I really love some of that dueling guitar work and the layering of the guitars that they sure. do in their work. And so one thing that I, a song in particular that I feel like really emulated some of their work is flesh uh, or sorry, break it up. And that could really high strummed guitar really non-traditional chords and trying to just create something that's folky but isn't just your average one four five gcd kind of song sure you know there's beauty in that and there's there's a lot of fun in that but i just wanted to create something that was a little more diverse in terms of the chords nice yeah, I definitely hear all of those influences come through. Obviously, it's still very much you, but everyone has influences. Absolutely. Yeah, There's yeah. more than enough music in this world. Everyone's copying or doing something from mm -hmm. one another, but it's still got that you. Yeah, you know, and that's what yeah. I wanted to do. I wanted to pay, you know, an homage to everything I've done yeah. and everything I'm trying to do, but then pull in some influences of those like just right now. What are like the past few years really hitting me? in right. terms of other songwriters and people that are trying to do that same craft and doing it well. Right. Okay, so now I want you to sort of take a step back mm -hmm. before you had started writing, I guess to the to the point in time where you're like, I'm gonna consider making an EP. Like put yourself in those shoes for a second. Sure. 
look forward to the end of the actually clicking publish button, I'm finished. Mm -hmm. Was there something that you were looking forward to the most across the entire journey of writing, recording, producing, etc.? Yeah, I think there's something, especially with songwriting, that's so therapeutic and cathartic about it. Mm -hmm. And that was a big point to make with all of this. When I started working on it, I was like, I have a lot of things I'm working through and I'm working with, and I want to put them into my creative energies. I want to put those out there. And I think, you know, you can say that just about any artist, you know, someone's trying to express something True. and get, some, get an idea out that they can't just verbalize. And I think, you know, you can see with a lot of songwriters, you know, especially folks like Father John Misty that will touch on certain themes, but put in their own personal viewpoint into things, their own yeah. personal experiences. <laughs> yes. That editorial. <laughs> right, right, right. And exactly. so while I'm not trying to write uh, an editorial column in the newspaper or anything like that, not. there is that element of this is how of something I'm seeing and experiencing that we've probably all experienced, you know, heartbreak, traveling, relationships, yeah. modern society, uh, you know, things along those lines, and then putting my own twist on it. Right. I mean, I definitely, I obviously in songwriting, being relatable is one thing, yes. but, but imparting you in the music is giving your perspective and saying, here's the situation that we all know, but this is how I feel about it. And that's what exactly. makes your music you. Exactly. You know, and that's, you know, trying to put that signature on it, so to yeah. speak, because, you know, as we were saying, it's not your average songwriter album. It's not me oh. and a guitar. No, it's there's there's layers. There's a bit of more. I tried to make a good flow to it. Of course. And I just find that, you know, that's a big part of arranging and composing. And that's something yeah. I've really become a passionate about. Yeah. You know, and when you combine that with songwriting, I think that's it's a good experience for everybody. You know, the listener, the writer, the producer, the whole team. Is there something that you want the listener to come away with after finishing this CP? Yeah, I think just a moment of thoughtful pause. Okay. I think that, you know, when I've shared this music before I released it with those that were close to me or other musicians that I really respected, there was a, often I'd play that last track and there'd just be this moment of quiet, almost reverent silence. And people just thinking, I'm going, wow, that was really an interesting experience. And that's what I want. I want this to reflect, so to speak. Mm -hmm. You know, I want this to be something that you remember and something that really enhances whatever you're trying to do at the time. Totally. You know, because I think that's what music's about. And I think that's what my goal as a, you know, as a musician and just as a person is, is to leave positive impact onto people. And that's, I think, the best thing you can do with art. I agree. And I think with such an emphasis these days on just like catchy hooks and melodies and like, per, like stupid production gimmicks. Sure. sure. Yeah, I mean, let's be real. Like you yeah. turn on the radio and it's this, like, you don't know who's playing what it's the same thing mm -hmm. over and over. There are artists like yourself that are actually going out of their way to break the mold. And obviously like, it's not mainstream. Like it's not going to be on top 40 radio. Mm -hmm. Sorry to burst your bubble, but like, yeah, for a good reason, for a good yeah. reason, because it's not meant for everyone. That's the intention, right? Is, exactly. you know, looking at the the craft and the music and the goal is more emotional. Sure. Rather than just a commercial goal. 
totally now not don't get me wrong i won't be complaining and if anything got some great commercials absolutely <laughs> but, not no uh, there's you know i think realistic yeah. expectations are important for artists too you know especially when you're starting a new project agree having that having that creative importance and that message of importance and that feeling is i think a better thing to focus on when you're in the early stages of a project you know totally i just started this project maybe in january sure and so you know it's been this year really putting this all together and it, it's awesome. i'm really glad it happened before the year changed i can say oh, that absolutely <laughs> so are you playing shows right now and if you're not is it something that you want to do I am not, but it is something okay. I wanted to do. Um, okay. I played in some of some bands that did a lot of live shows, a lot of touring. And I loved that part of my life. You know, sure. it was being on the road, cramming into a van with five guys, eating a bunch of crappy food, and, you know, <laughs> seeing the country, playing small bars. And I had a lot of fun with that. Sure. But there was a period of time where I kind of put that volume on the shelf. And now that I realized when live music got pulled away from us during the pandemic, I realized that's something I do want to re-enter that yeah. sphere of things. So I do plan to get some shows together here probably in the next few months. And I'm cool. guessing get some things on the calendar by the early 2022. But what the band setup is going to look like, I'm not entirely sure. Um, because yeah. this is something that I did put together so much as a solo individual. I want the density of my music to still be reflected in a live setting yeah. so you know i'm thinking about maybe doing like a guitar and a cello and a piano and something along those lines so cool. we get some of those textured lines still but it feels intimate because i think that's important you know songwriters people yeah. like to have that feeling of intimacy when they go to see a songwriter perform live at least yeah. i do no, no no of course well yeah it depends on the music if i'm going to see a loud rock band it better be cranked up loud. yeah oh but if sure. i'm going to see a musician who clearly has meaning in their song i wouldn't want anything less than like the power of the recording mm -hmm. or else i'd feel a little bit let down so i understand that if you're going to do it do it right yeah and you know i think there's such diverse opportunities for live music nowadays you know it's yeah. no it's not just the typical club format anymore Exactly. don't have to have a drum kit on a riser and you know a lead singer <laughs> raising their hands up to the skies and you know that uh format while it's fun it's not the only one that exists now we have diy shows we have things like so far out there you know oh, yeah all these kind of more intimate performances that i really think is really cool or these experience kind of shows yeah. where you set up in a very non-traditional space and you get a small group of people i would love to do something like that Nice. Uh, I think it's just it a, seems very doable too. And yeah, you, and you know so you're in Denver, was, right? Yeah, so Denver yeah. area has a Huge lot of music. That. Um, you know, and I think uh, it's just a great all around the country. I think there's a lot of that. I think LA has a lot of that. Seattle, yeah, um, Austin. You know, all those major hubs that I you know frequent and you know kind of try to ping pong around, um, especially Los Angeles. And uh, it's just a yeah, it's a really good opportunity i think for songwriters right now to do something different hey man i agree yeah hypothetically speaking in a perfect world what does the next year of your life look like hypothetically speaking um i would say i would like the next year of my life to look like more performances starting to do some live music starting to get my music into just different areas and starting to have a more national presence sure um personally for my life i just want to be ex engaging with people more and starting to connect and you know the community of 
songwriters and music and folk music, I think is a really beautiful thing because we're all working with a similar craft. But as you had said before, we're all kind of putting our own twist on it going and say, this is how I look at it. How do you look at it? And so I think ideally I'd like to have another record out by next year, plans more shows, maybe get a small tour together and really start just building this up, you know, from no longer just this foundational space and starting to get building those blocks higher and higher and higher. And I think there's a lot of opportunity for that for the music world right now, which is a solid plan. Solid plan. I appreciate that. Um, All right. I've got a couple more questions for you. Absolutely. Fire away. My second to last question is because we're a music blog and we're always trying to put people on to what they should be listening to. Mm -hmm. What are you listening to? Are there any local bands that you can recommend? Definitely. Or anything Um, on your playlist that's been just on repeat lately? 100 <laughs> percent um a dear friend of mine that i used to actually be in a band with uh his name is mark pietrovito and he's got a project called good folk that he started actually this year roughly as well he made an incredible album it's called thanks for being my friend and his whole approach you know it's deranged folk music for happy people <laughs> okay that is cool it's great and it's 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 fun it's got a slight sense of humor to it but it blends indie folk and rock really well together and so he's been doing great i would definitely recommend that Um, he's currently based in Asheville right now so if you're out in the southeast go check him out he'll he should be out in la here soon so check him out there and he should be able to be playing some denver shows soon as well nice um as far as uh, some other local acts uh, there's another group of friends in a band called 10th Mountain Division. Okay. Um, and they've been touring and together for a while now, but they they recently came out with an album called Butte La Rose that really just, I think, has surpassed any expectations people had in the past of their music cool. and really just took them to the next level. And I think a lot of artists have that, where you have that experience. You've been working, you've been grinding the road, you've been releasing a bunch of albums. Sure. And suddenly you create this one work and it just puts you into almost an entirely different category. And so they've been doing really well. I definitely recommend them. And otherwise, um, some artists that I've been listening to a lot lately. Uh, Lawrence is a group. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm familiar. Um, yeah, they're, I just think their production, the whole brother-sister duo mm-hmm. is an incredible thing. And as someone who works so often in folk and acoustic-based music, it's really inspiring to see another group that's writing songs and it's a very song written fueled type of sound, sure. but it's hard hit and funk and R and B. And I'm loving that whole wave that's going on right now of this kind of new yeah. funk thing that I feel like bands like Wolfpack really yeah. opened the totally, doors. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Um, and cool. then I think lastly, one of my favorite groups, that I always have been listening to since the early 2000s. And they recently came out with another album, I think earlier this spring, maybe early summer is a group called Kings of Convenience. Okay. And it's a like Norwegian folk duo. So really good harmonies, really nice layered guitars. There's sometimes this bit of this kind of bossa nova kind of samba feel to some of the rhythms, which I really like, but it's all very smooth. And the dynamics have this very nice even keel to it. And so I really like that. And I just think, yeah, you know, right now it's crazy. We live in a world where you can find so much music. Anything. It doesn't end. It is overwhelming. Yeah, and man. so I think it's nice to see 
when you can have that balance, you know, seeing songwriters that were working right. in different elements, at least where, as it relates to me and what I would recommend to others. For sure. Awesome. Well, I will definitely make sure to check out all those people. Definitely. Uh, but sure. your friend's folk band sounds particularly interesting. So yeah, I'll check that out as well. Um, they awesome. actually had a crazy uh, way. They, they took out a ranch up in Colorado in the mountains oh. and built up this whole studio within this kind of cabin area. Mm -hmm had you know everyone that was playing on the record staying at this ranch and it was a really beautiful experience i think that helped make this really unique record as well very cool all right brandon i've got one more question for you i'm ready all right get ready for the crazy one Uh oh <laughs> so for the person that is going to discover you from this and for the person that is going to listen to your music for the first time yeah what is an opening message that you'd like to say to them I would say an opening message would be take a deep breath and get ready. Yeah. I mean, that's really all you need. Mm -hmm, Cause I think I it's you get ready to dive in and get taken to somewhere new. And so, yeah, take a, take a deep breath and get ready. And I hope you enjoy it. I think those are great opening words. Yeah. Brandon, I want to thank you so, so much again. This has been a fantastic conversation. I sincerely mean that. I am now personally invested in your music going forward. So thank you for making it. Absolutely. Thank you, Austin. This has been a real treat. And You're really very welcome. It. For everyone listening, for everyone who's looking for new music, Brandon Jay's perform name is Inski, if that was not clear enough. The EP is called Belated. Stream it play it just experience it with nice headphones right at dusk mm -hmm. and send it to your friends but follow along because it sounds like there's big things on the way for the next year and uh i'm excited so much more to come. thank you thank you so much again i hope you have a great rest of your day and we'll definitely be uh we'll be speaking soon absolutely see you right, man take care you too bye, -bye. bye.